Hey guys, you know what's coming up on October 16th? We're doing a live stream event with a bunch of our friends. Because October is the month of all, all the, the horror. horror. We've got guests from Flix X-Rayed. Two Girls on a Bench. Fellowship of the Geeks. And the Real Feels Podcast. And we're going to be talking about topics chosen for us from... The Wheel of Horror! It's going to be awesome, you guys! So come watch it live October 16th at 8pm Central Time. And be sure to catch all the great, all the horror content all through October. not it wouldn't be like you at all but sometimes somebody is so outrageous that oh i cannot help but get outraged okay so i have this second cousin the kid of a cousin of yours yes okay yes the, my aunt that just died it's his grandmother right right anyway over not next weekend, but the weekend after and the weekend after that, we're having burial of the ashes and we're having a big mass at the Catholic Church. Okay. Right. Right. So he he doesn't even need to come down from Seattle. And when I tell you about this, you're going to roll your eyes and going to be like, well, of course he lives in Seattle. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> But he's coming down just from Seattle for this whole thing, even though he doesn't need to. Okay. Anyway, the last, this is somebody that my mom was really close to when they were growing up, you know, from when he was a little until he's the entitled millennial little jerk that he is right now. Oh no. Okay. So let me just tell you this. So several years ago, he had, a, he had a really, really good job, and he was like, it was a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And he worked for, I don't know if it was like the National Geographic Channel, or it was some big, like he did filming for some documentary channel, and he had like cool. a really good job. But then he decided that he was going to become vegetarian and dedicate his life to organic farming. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he quit his job. Okay. And now he works at, at some organic farm, and which is great. Which, great. Sure. Right? Absolutely great. Sure. But it's just like the last time he was here a few years ago visiting, um, he really hurt my mom's feelings because he refused to eat any of the food 
that my mother cooked because it was not organic. Okay. All right. <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't vegetarian. It wasn't that it wasn't vegan. It wasn't because he's not vegetarian or vegan. Okay. But, you know, I understand that. Right. I understand vegetarian. Yeah. I understand vegan. I understand gluten-free, even though I think 78% of the time it's stupid. Right. I understand that, and I can deal with it. But this organic shit, shut the fuck up when you're at your relative's house that you love and you've known your whole life, and shut up and eat the goddamn salad. Yeah. Yeah. He... It's not going to actually kill you. Just eat it. Refuse to eat any of the food that my mom cooked. And it really, really hurt her feelings. Like he was acting like it was poison. Yeah. And then he was like, well, oh, well, I'll, you know, well, I'll, you know, I'll cook the next meal. And my mom being the next, you know, being the generous person that she is, gave him the debit card. And so he went to goddamn Whole Foods. Okay. You know, and bought, you know, I don't know, $10 a pound chicken breasts and some organic horse shit, like, you know, $5 carrots or some shit. And then apparently made this horrible meal that nobody liked because it was all organic and salt free and yada, 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 you know. I mean, he could have actually, I mean, if he could cook. If he was a good cook, he could make something good. Oh, yeah, but apparently it wasn't, and nobody liked it. And apparently was it, was it even, all, like, macrobiotic and that kind of I nonsense? I don't know, but apparently, oh like, even his mom was just like, oh, God, okay. You know, and was, like, apologizing to my mom. Uh... You know, like, oh, I'm sorry, Auntie, mm, but this is just what's going on right now. And she was like, oh, I know. You know? Oh my god! Ugh. So, I you know you know how that kind of shit infuriates me. Oh yeah. Anyway, it's so stupid. Like, I mean, it's bad enough to just be that obnoxious anyway, but to be rude on top of it, to be rude to someone who is being generous in their home to my mother yeah to my mom to someone who has invited you into their home and is feeding you shut the fuck up and eat the goddamn food i know and it's just it's not like he was being forced to eat meat against his religion or something it's like organic or not shut up she wasn't like feeding him veal and you know baby seal and things like that yeah you know because he thinks he's so fucking special Mm -hmm. that that non-organic lettuce is him eating and it's going to make this big impact on the planet or that fraction of a second that it may or may not extend his life give me a fucking break oh my god but anyway so forward to now forward to now there him and his mom are coming down from washington state for you know yeah funeral service and ashes burial because my cousin, whose mother just died, was not allowed to come down here 
for her mother to die because her son didn't want her on a plane because of the Delta variant. And she was like, I'm fully vaccinated and my mom is dying. It's kind of fucking important. And this was but, actually oh no. before things oh got no. too bad. This was not like a week ago. This was long enough ago that she could have. She totally could have. Do you know that things oh weren't no. locked down yet? Oh, yeah. no. Anyway. It's only so, her fucking mother. He's driving her down. They are going to go to the cemetery, which is outside. Right. And they're going to the hotel. And he has agreed to come here to my house with my mom and all of his aunts. Right. You know, his entire family and all that's left of mine. Right. He will not come in the house. He will only go in the backyard and he will not eat. <sighs> what I... do you think of this millennial fucking organic horseshit? I immediately... <laughs> My brain immediately went to waterboarding. I think he needs to be tied. He needs to be tied to like an ironing board and a, like a like a hose, like a beer bong, like just shove a hose in his mouth and just fill him with gravy. Non-organic gravy. You know, it's like, oh my God. And the thing is, it's like, this is a kid that I like. I've always had fun with. Yeah. You know, it's like at family gatherings, we would like, you know, sneak off and drink and smoke cigarettes together. Yeah. I mean, and yes, he is old enough for that. He's well old enough for that, you know. Well, you say he's a millennial. Millennials yeah. are 40 now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I know he's but, not you know, a this kid. This is a kid that I like, but this is some fucking horseshit all of a sudden. And for him to come over and, oh, he'll go in the backyard, but he won't come in the house and he won't eat anything. It's like, well, why the fuck are you going to come over? I want to know why he wouldn't drive his mother down to see her mother when she, you know, when she was dying. Like, if he thought she couldn't get on a plane, fine. Put her in your car and drive her down. And I don't know. I did, You know, I was not privy to the private conversations, but I thought it was really fucking tacky. Yeah. You know, if she wanted to be there, she should have been there. There, there had to be a way. People can get in cars and drive. Just because you can't get on a plane doesn't mean you can't get somewhere. It's not like she's in New York trying to get to California. Yeah, and I mean, I understand the fear of flying. Hello. Yeah, exactly. But under those circumstances, hello. Our drive yeah. down, you know, she is a perfectly healthy woman with, you know, some outrageously expensive car and she can fucking drive down. That's true. It's not like she's, it's, I mean, she's in our generation. She's older than us, but she's in our generation. Yeah. She, she could do it. Well, she's 20 years older than me, but yeah, she could still do it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that and my mom is just, oh, oh it's so funny because my mom and my other cousins, you know, the sisters. Oh, yeah. I want to know mother. what your mother has to say about it. I want to know what your mother said. 
she has had a convo with the sisters of, yeah. you know, the mother of this particular cousin. Mm-hmm. And they've decided together, we are cooking whatever the hell we want. We are doing our family stuff that we've always done. Yeah, if he's we not going to eat it anyway, fuck him. We are barbecuing, we are drinking, we are having raviolis, we are doing everything that we do, and if he doesn't want to eat, that's fucking fine. And I love my cousin, mm-hmm. because she said, you know what, Auntie, mm-mm-mm, what we're going to do, let's just set up and we, we're all going to eat together in the dining room and we're not going to eat outside. <gasps> Yes. Yes. <laughs> he can just sit and peer through the window. And if he if he will only stay outside, then it's like, fine, stay outside. We're going inside where the air conditioning is. You know, and I mean, I think, I don't know, he's probably just going to go back to the hotel. Yeah, fuck him. You know, and jerk off looking at pictures of organic kale. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Is it? But anyway, so that's that story. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just, I can't. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's, I mean, there's, I mean, I have, I have weirdos in my family, but not anyone that's that. I mean, I have, like, Republicans in my family, but I don't have anyone that's, you know, crunchy granola people. I don't have that. Oh, it's so stupid in my cousin. <laughs> the weirdos you know, in she, my family are the Republicans. <laughs> you know, when she comes down, her and my mom, they always go to Santana Row. Yeah. And there's that wine, you know, that, and it's outdoors, it's outdoor, that outdoor wine place where you get the wine flights and you get all the little samples. You can do a red, you can get a white. And it's like okay. six different wine. They love doing that. They've always done that together. And I had texted her, and I was like, oh, me and Mom were just at Santana Row, and we were reminiscing about the wine flights. Do you want to go one night and do the wine flight, the three of us? And she was like, well, I can't because, you know, Mm-mm. it's going to drive me down, and he will not be in crowds and will not be any place in public. Well, who asked him to go? I know, but I don't think he will let her go. Oh, because she'll bring cooties home? She'll bring cooties back to the room? So, I don't know, but, it, oh, Lord have mercy, oh anyway. Can't she just, like, take a Silkwood shower when she gets back and clean? I know, but, oh, Wipe my God. down with wipes. And like I said, I understand vegetarian, I understand vegan, I understand that, but yeah. this organic shit, get over it for well, a special occasion. The thing, The thing that makes me mad about it is... You can believe anything you want. It's, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with having, like, a standard and wishing the world was at a different standard. There's, oh, nothing, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But the food's already been grown and picked and purchased and cooked. You eating it or not is not going to change the fact that it's all, it, all that's already happened. Yeah. Now you not eating it just means all of that happened and that it's going to go to waste. You might yeah. as well fucking eat the food because you, now you not ingesting it just means 
that you're you're acting like it's going to pollute your body somehow. Oh, I know, and that's what I was saying. He thinks he's so goddamn special. And heaven forbid he ever has children because those fucking kids are going to grow up to be so gross thinking they're special when they're not. You oh know. My God. <laughs> uh, it oh, reminds They're totally going to eat their own boogers, but those boogers yeah. will be organic. Yes. So, there you go. Hi, this is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. So we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in. At number two, Girls on a Bench. me of this dumb bitch that I used to know when I had an event at her house and this was long planned and the event involved food at the end okay and in the meantime she had decided for spiritual reasons that she was gonna turn vegan Mm -hmm. well goody goody for her Mm mm-hmm But in the meantime, when we were planning this, she decided that there would be no meat and cheese in her house. Meat, I could deal with, right? Right. I could deal with meat. But she would, there'd be no cheese or dairy in her house because she couldn't deal with the negative energy of the dairy. (sighs) That's so dumb. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it kind of reminds me See, of that. <laughs> I have a very good friend who is vegan who fucking hates vegans because vegans are infuriating. And she <laughs> she lives with one of her best friends in the world and her best friend in the world isn't even vegetarian. She's mm-hmm. totally a meat eater. And she does not pass any judgment on her best friend. And her best friend can cook and eat whatever the fuck she wants in her own house. hmm And, you know, they just don't share food very often, you know? And it's fine. They both completely respect each other as yeah. any people who love each other would do. But she, you know, she's the kind of person who... She would go to, say, like, say, like, uh, veggie and vegan, like, food festivals, back when things, outdoor food festivals and Mm -hmm. stuff would happen. And she would, she used to want to, like, she's not, it's hard for her to get herself to do, like, to do social things and whatever sometimes. And she would get herself all psyched up, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be part, I'm going to do a community activity and I, you know, and she would go and sign up and volunteer. And then the fucking vegans would see her and they would be judgy because they would have the attitude of, well, you, 
it's it's not appropriate for you to be vegan and be fat. Uh, because really? because there are people who well the reason to be vegan is to be healthy and she's like why are you assuming I'm not healthy first of all mm-hmm. and um you know sugar is vegan you know it's like she can she she bakes she makes oh my god you know she's amazing she's an amazing mm-hmm. cook I mean, she literally, before she became even vegetarian, she went to culinary school. This is someone who loves cooking and loves food. Oh, please tell me she still uses sugar. Of course she does. And doesn't, hasn't gone like to stevia or whatever the fuck. No, oh, she's Lord. she's not dieting. She's just vegan. Yeah, she's oh vegan God. for ethical reasons. Yeah, she doesn't do it anything for health reasons. She doesn't. Yeah, I understand. That. She does it yeah. for ethical and emotional and mental health reasons because she feels emotionally better when mm-hmm. she is holding herself to a standard. Yeah, you know. Because she doesn't put herself down. She she's because when you have depression issues and things, you get your. It's very easy to get yourself in a spiral where you're talking shit to yourself. Uh-huh. And one of her things that can help her stay up, or at least on an even keel, is to try. The more, and and she also, and I've I've talked to her a lot about this stuff where. Like, like people who are like really vegan and not assholes, people who are just humans who understand that humans are not perfect and whatever, and who are not, who do not do things to lord over other people, Uh they understand that it is almost impossible to be a hundred percent anything. Like, no matter how pure your intentions are if you live in the world you don't have control over everything that you consume because you don't create everything you consume you know and she you know so she's at a place and it turns out well i you know, I just really, really want cheese pizza. Fuck it. I'm just going to have cheese pizza. It's not going to kill me. It's not going to kill me. And it doesn't, and it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It just means that I really fucking want this. And, you know, and she grew up in Texas. She grew up the smell of like being near a barbecue place. The smell of like brisket being smoked Mm -hmm. drives her crazy because she grew up in texas and so she totally understands cravings for things and she you know and so she because i've talked to her about things like meat substitutes and what like psychologically what that kind of stuff is yeah and and she said because you know when you're raised on like comfort foods and the things that you know the things that you want to eat, you know, and because she went to culinary school and stuff, she has figured out ways of kind of developing her own recipes and ways of making stuff. 
Like, she's figured out a way to make bean with bacon soup that doesn't have any bacon in it. In fact, she's the one who, she's the one who made me realize that, that bacon is really just salt, fat, and smoke, and there doesn't have to be a pig involved. Because really, bacon, bacon is not a flavor. Salt flavor, yeah. Bacon itself is not a flavor. You, it is salt fat. It's it's salt and Mm -hmm. smoke with some fat for mouthfeel. There is nothing else in bacon. Yeah, and it's like because she was like, you just you just put you know some smoked paprika and like a drop of liquid smoke in some bean soup. And look, you've got bean with bacon soup. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you can totally trick your brain into thinking there's bacon in things when there ain't bacon in it. And it's like, you know, and I, I totally see things. I, I see yeah. stuff like that differently now because I see it as like chemical things and the, what you know, what your brain thinks you're eating. You know, I totally get it now. And so, you know, she, so, like, she explained, like, you know, it's, you can still crave barbecue bad, but you can have barbecue sauce on, yeah. you know, some tempeh or something, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say tofu or tempeh. I actually like tempeh. I do, too. I, it's been I a long like time since I've had it. I don't like tofu too much, but I like tempeh. And, like, I haven't tried, like, I haven't tried seitan yet. I think I would probably like it, but I haven't tried it, so I don't know. I just yeah, always... I haven't tried it either. Although I do like veggie burger. I, I, I hate, and I will always hate, the tofu hot dogs. I've never actually had one. Oh, no. But I really like the veggie burgers. There's I, I haven't had a veggie burger yet that I don't like. Now, oh, there are some... So there are some that... I'm I'm glad that some of them are like this is a black bean patty. Like yeah, just don't yeah. don't try to pretend you're something you're not. But god damn it, that Burger King one, that Impossible Burger at Burger mm-hmm. King, it's so goddamn good. I suspect yeah. I don't, and in fact she she really loves it too. And we we suspect that it's there's a possibility that part of why it's so good is they might cook it on the same grill where the oh, meat is. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if they would do that, but it's kind of fabulous. Because it's so <laughs> fucking superior to almost everything yeah. else of its kind. And because it really it's shocking. Oh, and I found I found out that um P Terry's which is local here. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a local chain that has expanded, I think, outside of Austin, but I don't think it's gone outside of Central Texas. But they have a really, really good veggie burger. But I found out from her that it's not vegan because part of what binds the burger together is cheese. And oh, it's it's no. pretty goddamn good. And I was and but the like the impossible burger actually is vegan. Like it's not just vegetarian, it's vegan. Like I don't see, I totally want to try that because I'm not opposed to that. It's so fucking good, man. I, I am I'm actually very into the idea of reducing your meat intake and stuff. Bad ethics of meat. I, I, I completely agree with oh, that. Oh, because factory farming is appalling and yeah absolutely yeah but 
anyway, anyway, but all this like organic and the energy of dairy girl, please. Well, and there, and there is things about like things that are more expensive. I, you know, there's, there's stuff that gets kind of, okay. I used to work in a shop. Well, you worked for them too. I think we've talked about them on the show before. Uh, but like when I, we had a, um, uh, a location of that shop that was in a mall where everything was expensive and that shop didn't do well in that mall because our stuff wasn't expensive and people, snooty people would come in and assume our products were crap because they didn't cost five times what they, Mm -hmm. what we were charging even though they were incredibly high quality and really, quality really was good. good. And I remember the dying. The dying process was. Um, the dying was fabulous. And incredibly like, like I would, you know, because I, I worked in the clothes that came from the store yeah, and I would be yeah. like, I wear this. I wash this at least once a week and I've worked here for a year. Yeah. Like, look, like, I would pick up one off the shelf and hold it next to what I was wearing and go, look how many times this has been washed. Look how little this is faded. Yeah. You know? But anyway. And but you know what? Their business would not have gone under if they did what I said. God damn it right. But they wouldn't have listened. They wouldn't listen to me. Oh, no. But their business would still be there if they did what I said. Those goddamn lesbians who didn't want anyone to think they were lesbians. Even though everyone fucking knew you were lesbians. Please. Gail. Everyone knows you're a lesbian. Gail. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. But my point of bringing that up. With her ensign row hair. With her ensign row hair. She was so Bajoran. Anyway. Headband and all. Oh, my God. She was so... Oh, my Lord. She was so Ensign Rowe. Anyway. She was so... She was so everyone's, like, lesbian aunt who's, like, an art teacher. She was so that bitch. Anyway. Anyway. But the reason why I bring it up is because there are a lot of people who have the mindset of... High price automatically equals quality and they don't question it. Like, mm-hmm. like if, like, I'm happily going to pay 10 times more for this item because that means that I am a superior human. Ugh. If I pay 10 times more for this. Now, even though paying 10 times more doesn't necessarily mean that the people who made that product paid their workers better or things and and the part of why oh, hell fucking no it does not mean that right now see because that's that's part of what i'm saying like when people talk about why should i pay you know six dollars for a loaf of bread when i can get a loaf of bread for 99 cents well maybe a loaf of bread should never cost 99 cents because if you actually think about what you're buying and what goes into it it's appalling how cheap some things are. Oh, and yeah. when you think about produce and when you think about a lot of the shit that we pay almost nothing for, that's why, and that's why factory farming is so disgusting and so unethical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that it's just like, if you, if you look into it too much and you think about it too much, that's when you realize I am, I am, 
I am assuming that I'm getting this wonderful deal because I'm paying so little for my food because I am, you know, basically supporting this other thing. But if that's all you can afford that's different you know if if you're if you're doing the best you can because that's the that's all you can afford you don't have the option if you have the option trying to support people who are doing things more ethically now when you get into the organic shit that's when you get into there are there are ways to do stuff better and better for the soil and better for whatever but but there's also like people people who okay I'm just going to say this. I'm not sure if I have had the GMO discussion on this show. I'm not sure if I've talked about GMO. Oh, I don't think so. Because here's the thing. Being against GMOs, genetically modified organisms, mm-hmm. and G- being against pesticides, that is not the same argument, people. Mm-mm. Genetically modified organisms are developed for the purpose of, one, being able to grow produce in environments that previously did not support it. Like something that was so delicate it could only grow in certain parts of the world, but you're trying to grow it in more places because you're trying to make more food for more people. That's why botanists create different oh, types of I organisms. Oh, but it's just part of this hippie organic And bullshit. if you eat fucking what kale... What I call the organic elite. Yes. If you eat fucking kale, you're eating a genetically modified organism because almost all cruciferous vegetables that you eat because they're so healthy, none of them exist naturally they were all created within the last couple hundred years by farmers breeding that's what genetically modified is that's how that's how genetic modification started from like some kind of like wild mustard green it all it all turned into cabbage and kale and spinach and all that other shit that all you assholes eat Anyway, but the thing about the pesticides, the other reason why things are genetically modified is to reduce or completely obliterate the need for For pesticides. pesticides. So if you don't want pesticides on your food... Maybe you need to shut the fuck up about how you don't want any GMO. And before you come for me, why don't you try reading something other than your little echo chamber bullshit uh, that's just your little anti-Monsanto shit. Just because Monsanto makes Roundup and and because they... What Monsanto does... They have their own issues, and you can be anti-Monsanto, but that is its own separate issue. They do things like they create certain types of seeds, and then they patent them so that 
so that no one can use them except for their own farmers or whatever. They are an evil giant corporation. Be pissed off at them for whatever reasons you want. But GMOs is a separate thing. Do not get confused about what you're pissed off about. If you're going to be all superior about your arguments and, oh, well, I only eat organic. The Ugh. least you could do is know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. You sound so stupid when you don't know what you're talking about. And I see you. I see you. And you disgust me. Yes, and I'm just going to say it. And it's going to be put on. Yes, Patrick. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure who you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Eat those raviolis and like it, Patrick. <laughs> oh, him. <laughs> Patrick. Oh, my goodness. Eat the goddamn food. Be fucking grateful that anyone invited you to their house when you're such an insufferable asshole. They didn't have to invite you when you're such an ass. You shouldn't even be there. Oh my god, don't even invite him over. Tell him to stay the fuck home. The Year of Self-Care When stress takes over your body, when you've disconnected from yourself and you realize you've gone tense and achy and stiff, what can you do? My body carries tension in my shoulders, pulls them right up to my ears a little at a time so I don't notice, until one day I realize that I can barely move my head without pain. That's how stress gets us, little by little, if we aren't vigilant. And what's self-care about? What have we been talking about this year? Being kind to ourselves by performing regular maintenance instead of freaking out later on because everything hurts and we're dying, right? So let's talk about tension and a way to keep it from grabbing hold of us. We're going to shake it off, baby. Think about a dog. When they first get up after a nap, when they finish playing rough with another dog, after they spaz out and do a zoom all over the house, before they go on with their day, they shake. Shake off the sleepies, shake off excess energy, whatever. But they shake themselves to reset and start fresh. Now think about driving in traffic. And it's one of those days when you're just gripping that steering wheel for dear life. And when you get out of that traffic and you try to relax, you feel that ache all up your arms and your hands feel like they've been permanently transformed into hideous claws. And what do you instinctively do? You shake your hands, trying to release that tension by letting your fingers go slack and flopping them around. You do it because it helps. It really does work. You can release a lot of tension that way, even tension you don't realize you're hanging on to. And that's what I'm really getting at here. 
It's like for just a few minutes, you remind yourself you've got a body and you're in control of it and you have the power to change the way it's feeling. As soon as you're somewhere that nobody can see you, or maybe people can see you and you just don't give a shit, clasp your hands together with your arms bent. Got it? Now, think about your jaw. Unclench your jaw as you squeeze your hands together and shake them like you've got dice in there. Shaking your hands shakes your whole upper body, and that knocks that jaw loose. You might even want to do it longer and let your mouth fall open while you shake your hands. Isn't that feeling amazing? Now, drop your hands, and keeping the jaw loose, shake your head from side to side, like you're rattling it. Jostle that jawbone around. Get that neck waddle moving. And when you stop, just sit there a bit and sense how you feel. Maybe shake your hands like you're getting water off of them. Shake them until they start to tingle. And then let your arms dangle and just feel it. Here's a big one. Stand up, hands up, and give yourself a good tall stretch, and then flop over at the waist. You can do this in a chair if you prefer. Just make room between your thighs for your belly. See if you can't dangle and shake the upper half of your body. Now don't shake it hard. You aren't trying to hurt yourself. You're trying to heal. It's your body. You're in charge. Loosen those little bits of tension before they become big bits of tension that need to get pounded out by a professional. Shake that shit off and start again. news for him i'm gonna if he's out in the yard i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna blow lots of cigarette smoke in his direction because i'm sure he doesn't smoke anymore don't clean up any dog shit make sure that there's as much dog shit as possible out there (laughs) in fact collect dog shit from around the yard and import it to make sure that there's plenty (laughs) oh you know what bring in spec extra bags of manure so that you can fertilize it spread manure all over the yard so that it's freshly fertilized i love manure i know i love the feel of manure under my feet i love the smell of manure in the air i do i love manure i know you do (laughs) it's organic uh, it is organic. Maybe that. Um, maybe he can eat that. Maybe you can make special raviolis for him with manure in them. Oh, I could do it like a with manure 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 and kale stir fry. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> with some organic soy sauce on it, you know, oh it god. might be good. Oh my god.
anyway. Is, is this is this uh ethically sourced? Is this uh is this local? Is this locally uh grown? Is this uh what what's what are the other things? Oh god, I don't even know. Oh my god. <laughs> is this uh what are, oh god, what are some of those other phrases? Is this um Oh, fair trade. Fair trade. Is this fair trade? Oh, is this, yes. is this fair Is this fair trade manure? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised at these people that they don't complain about, like, the manure that they put to get, you know, their grass green and stuff. What if it's not from the right farms with the right cow shit? Do, and I wonder if they ever have it tested. Do they have the right? Maybe they don't have the right to have a green grass. Maybe it's not ethical because it's not organic. I wonder if they ever have it like DNA tested. I wonder if they ever. I wonder if they ever. Oh, you know what? Just just popped into my head. You know those commercials for like the little um, is it Cologuard? The little thing where you poop into you the the little boxes delivered to your house and you poop into a bag and then you you ship it off and then they oh, they tell you if yes. you have colon cancer. Oh, um, in fact, I got I got speaking of this is no joke. I got that in the mail today from you did Kaiser from Kaiser. Oh God! It's time for my yearly. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, well, I I had my colonoscopy, my first colonoscopy ever last year, and and I was so excited. It was so, I it was so good. I don't have to do it for like another seven years. It's like, oh yay, clean as a whistle. <laughs> anyway, but um, but I was thinking, if you, what if you, what if you took, what, <laughs> what if you put, like not your poop, but like dog poop or um, or like uh, like manure from from like your bag that you picked up at the garden store? Uh, what if you shipped them something that wasn't even human? What would they, would they be like, Oh my God, you're dying. Would, I mean, would they, I don't know. Would they, Maybe I need to send them how, a little bit of joxer poop just to see. <laughs> like, would they be like, what have you been eating? I mean, would, or, or if you just mixed a little joxer poop in, like, would they even notice? I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't but know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I, I assume that there's some, you know, I mean, I assume that the reason why they can tell if there's cancer and stuff is that there, the some of your DNA and whatever is in there. There, you slough cells and whatever into your. Poop. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming there's non-human, but then again, whatever you eat, you know, the meat that you eat or whatever, I'm assuming there's still some DNA from that. I guess and plants DNA. Oh, I don't know. That's interesting. Probably, I would think. I guess that depends on how good your digestion is. You know, if you don't, if you don't chew, a a whole scientific community could be based around the question of poop, and maybe you could grow like life forms from poop, and they'd be amalgamations of plant and animal and human. I think we should try it. You mean like cloning, but using but using poop? Yeah, to see what you would get. Oh, like 
like in the fly like instead of like when he when he sends the when he goes through and he and he and it's him and the fly trapped in the machine but like what if what if it was like him and some poop in the yeah, machine be like, you or know, what like... if he had poop in his colon okay here's the thing what if he had poop in his colon when he went through the when he when he when he went through the the, the machine and the fly and then some of the dna the random DNA from the from the various things that he ate got mixed up with. I, I see now. I'm thinking that movie wasn't realistic. Duh. <laughs> see, yeah, and it would be like you know, like psycho veggie poopy people. You know, <laughs> psycho veggie poopy people. That's what it would be. I think we have our title. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening if you enjoy our show please take a moment to rate and review us on apple podcasts or stitcher if you send us a screenshot of your review we'll send you a bitchin boutique sticker everyone loves stickers Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Squeaky chair. <laughs> when are you going to get some WD-40? God damn it. Gonna do- we have some. I'm going to do it tonight. Of course you finish. do. Of course you have it. Everyone has it. <laughs>